Sweet. Here we go. I'm Evan Almighty. I'm John Carter. And I'm Stupid Ice Cube, the worst action star ever who starred in one of the worst films ever directed by the same shitty director who directed Die Another Day. Pish. Which can only mean that this is Lethal Watching. Hello, Martin and Jared. Hello, Phil and Martin. <laughs> Hello, Phil and Jared. Hello. <laughs> that sounds like we're like CBBC people introducing ourselves. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, Andy. <laughs> Andy Pandy, the Randy Sandy. No, I tried to no. run too far. Sorry. So Randy Dandy. You went too far, no. Phil. Too the Randy far. Dandy, that's right. Andy Pandy, the Randy Dandy. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Write that down, Phil. That would be, um, I guarantee that's a Beano character from like the 60s because. Yeah, I was going to say, that's an animation guy, something. Um, my son had one, uh, like you know, those little square ones, the little kind of digest books they used to do. Yeah. And the guy was called like Tranny Tim or something. <laughs> because he had he had a transistor radio. Oh, I remember him actually. Yeah, yeah, you see? And they called that's him what? Trannies, didn't they? Because they were. Yeah. Oh, they were. We're being racist. I remember that. Well, you know what? If if you're because of obviously the dandy's been shut down, and I think the beano is on its way out as well. Yeah. If you're missing that ma- touch of magic, get the viz because <laughs> viz is still just the same, but it's just for a no- more older audience. Mm-hmm. Seriously, should, it's brilliant. Should I get that for my son, Martin? Mm-hmm. No, older but, audience, older that'd be a good audience. Idea, but, no. Mm-hmm. But I, I did find that the um, uh, my local Waterstones is now selling the Phoenix comic. Which is meant to be really good, so I'm going to buy him that. I think you can also digital download it, can't you? Yeah, it's on the iPad, but you know, you want, uh, he's eight years old. He wants something physical in his hands. Mm, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Jared, what? It's like painting <laughs> and plaster scene and shit. Inappropriate. Plaster scene. Yeah, whatever. You, Lego. You, you, you. I'm going to call the authorities on you. The guard. Exactly. Whatever that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared. What? We met in person, didn't we? We high fived. We high fived. We slept together in the same room. We slept together. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> How did it go then, boys? Concon was great. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think me and Phil were probably a little bit um, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed because I mean, all those guys had probably met each other a couple of times, and so I think me and Phil were kind of a bit, yeah, overwhelmed with with the whole experience it was yeah. kind of it was almost it was almost too hectic there was a points where you were just kind of like you wished you had just had that little bit more time to just actually just sit down yeah like the, the kind of talk the, the but it didn't was really, really great but yeah it, was, it didn't really come that sort of period but i mean it was good yeah the room was too goddamn hot the room was like some sort of evil hell furnace <laughs> like as hot as it is now it wasn't as hot as no way room. no way it was just it was ridiculous like 
because it's in Glasgow, central Glasgow, like the we- the windows like three layers of sealed perspex. No, the, <laughs> no, the the two outside layers could slide back to reveal another layer underneath of, of sealed perspex. It was just crazy. Yeah, and there's like so fans. many people were just in and out to, just to stand outside just to, for some fresh air. <laughs> terrible. We didn't. I stayed in the whole time. I think I I didn't go all the way. I went down to the just the wee bottom bit of the stairs and was just like, no way, I have to. Yeah, but yeah, we uh, we shared. Me and Joe shared a floor together. Did sleeping bags. We did indeed. It was a beautiful moment. What's funny is Phil made a comment on Facebook saying it was hard to remember all the people's names, and it's a good point as well because obviously we all know them and their avatars and their screen names like Furyak Three. You know, I <laughs> yeah. can't tell you what his real name is offhand without looking on Twitter and seeing yeah. it on there. I think we all had badges. Yeah, we sent um, <laughs> uh, the Fat Consoler on Twitter, went out to uh, local stations and got some like uh, labels for people's chests. But not everybody did that, that's the thing. Not everybody no. did it. Only the people who were at the first bar place that yeah. we met up did yeah. it. But, you know, we, we played Tempeh Saturn Bomberman, which was an experience. That was an experience. Hmm. I've never seen... Did you guys get? Were you at the bar at the first bar then? Yeah. yeah. We, did you get to meet Rab? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, shook his hand. He just popped in just for like five minutes and then yeah went again. So it was nice. It was a nice, it, was, it was a good day. It was, traveling was a bit because we went to me and Jared because we were staying at um, Will Will's Jack DS. He organised it. We went back to the after party. Uh, me, me and Jared, we weren't ready for the after party. No, <laughs> we, we we stayed up for a bit, but it was just like we, we, after we were just like, no, like, listen, guys, we we. We gotta get up and go to the friggin' airport early, so yeah. we're out. We're out. And I, I'd been up, I think, since half six that morning. Yeah, I'd been up from about seven, I think. Yeah, doing all the travelling. So. so I think we went to bed. I think we went to about three, was it? Half two, three, wasn't it? Yeah. Half two, three, and then up for ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That was, that was a long day. But then Phil had the most amazing fish finger sandwich you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I did. It was amazing. It, it was, was like great. it was. It was it's pure. Going to Glasgow Airport just to to get a fish finger sandwich. sandwich, and I know if I'm back in Glasgow Airport, I'm getting a fish finger sandwich. It's beautiful because Jared went for some kind of toasty. That you don't go toasty. You go fish finger sandwich. Mama. Hold on, Noah's in. Hello, Noah. Hey, Noah. Hello, Noah. What's that? More animals. Go tell mommy. <laughs> mommy, I'll do it. Look at that. See that? See that? That's parenting. You're nice. going to close the door? <laughs> Noah? Are you going to close the door? Aye, close the door. Aye, good boy. <laughs> Bye. That's training. <sighs> See that? That was classic parenting. Oh, that's awesome. good. Why didn't you tell your mummy? <laughs> Daddy's it. doing shit. <laughs> Daddy's doing a goddamn <laughs> podcast. There we go. Yeah, so conquer real life, people. You should you should come next year, Martin. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would if I have the money and the time. Mm. I think Got if you, money or no time, if you book yeah. the train early enough, it'll be an absolute dream. Yeah, that's the thing though, because I was looking online, and to get the best deal on trains, you need to either book it. Like, I think there's a sweet spot which is like twelve weeks in advance. Yeah. And also, you've got to book every single one, and Nottingham seems to have poor transport links, so that means I'd have to get part of the journey up to Manchester and then from there onwards and it will cost me like at least 50 quid but and that's no, just one way yeah I think I mean so, Twan, I, your guy I, Anthony Twan and 
Dilla guys, they met, they were, they drove up from Manchester. Manchester yeah. mm. but they picked up people on the way. So, I mean, you could probably, if you got to Manchester, you might be able to. I, I genuinely don't know what I'd do. Because um, obviously it's return as well. I, w- I was looking into flights last year. Yeah. But I know yeah, that. Flights, was, flights were all right. But for me, it was difficult because no flight would actually come back on the Sunday. Oh, so right. <laughs> airport. So we're like, true. right, that means I've got to spend a weekend there then. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's good. You should, next time, it, uh, it, I think I will try and go again. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it'll be, I think next time we should book a hotel though. Yeah, I think I would book a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Me and Joe, Peter, guys. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not built. We're not built for after parties anymore. In fact, sure. I would almost be tempted to, because like, I would always be tempted to book <laughs> just two nights. <laughs> just, yeah, you, just just yes. to have that extra day. It would be nice so, just to walk around so. Glasgow because I literally just kind of yeah. got off the bus and walked straight to the venue, and that was it. I didn't see anything else. So it would be nice That'd to have a little be, walk around. Me and me and uh, Ross Chuban Henry had a had an adventure going around Glasgow because I was in quite early. So he met me and we we toodled about. Tweeting pictures of awesome bookshops and comic shops and stuff. I was like, what? Yeah, board game shops. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes, it was It was good. It was good. Yeah. And uh, and I won the get... Satin Bomberman tournament, just thought I'd mention out there. Yeah. And I, I, won, no. I won the tournament. I, I am King Bomb. And King Bomb. And no one won the Murray Kart tournament. We didn't no have one. That right? That's yeah. the only, we, we only played Bomberman. Yeah, didn't play anything else. <laughs> There was no Street Fighter there either. No, no, no Street Fighter. <laughs> except for I played it. WWF New Mercy on the N64, and that was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that a dead wrestler I read. Someone yeah. said it was a dead wrestler. Uh, a couple of guys did a dead wrestler rumble, I think. It was, it was Benoit, <laughs> and I can't remember who the rest were. Eddie yeah, Guerrero. Were, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, David Roy Smith? Me, uh, yeah, um, can't remember the other one. Uh, yeah, no mercy. No mercy still is a great game. It really is. It's it just is. that save bug was terrible, but yeah. It is if you remember the controls. I just couldn't. Uh, they came back. They came. There was like some sort of muscle memory there with me. They were they were back. Not for me, I just the only thing I could remember was the, the I could remember how to do the special move, but I didn't remember that you actually had to have like the word flashing like special on your. Yeah, I just thought it was when it went red. So there was multiple times of me going, "Why is he doing this special move?" But that was just to uh, go off topic for a second onto wrestling. Did you see with the new wrestling game they brought back the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, yeah, that's remarkable. Yeah, and they were like... he's done, he's done some, he's done another video. I think um, it's some, inter- some things on interview. Yeah, yeah, on official WWE. So everyone's like saying, "Is he going in the Hall of Fame next year?" Then so it's possible. Because I really liked his advert when he's like walking through the developer's office, just pushing people over. And just, that was yeah. good. But I thought looking like surface sting. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he does look like sting. Well, they used to be a tag team back in the day. If you uh... did they? Yeah, um, but uh, the Dingo Warriors, I think they were called. I'm sure, they used to be a tag team. It's back when they were in like the um, AWA or something, like in the mid eighties. Wow. And then Sting cool. went WCW. Warrior went WWF. Because that is his name, isn't it? He is actually called the Warrior. It is Warrior. Deep yeah. Yeah, it's his actual name. But I thought yeah, they were what? suing each other and all sorts. I never thought they'd, they'd be you know, any kind of um, meeting of the minds with those two. But yeah, that's, oh, I'm quite looking forward to the game again now. You know what would be awesome? I know they're both old, and I know it would be a shit match, but it would be awesome to see Warrior and Hogan face off at WrestleMania. <laughs> looking, watching that video, I think Warrior would destroy Hogan. Because it's not too bad, Warrior still looked fairly sprightly and nimble in that video. Yeah, he'd be good. I think I, 
He'd be good as like a manager kind of character, I think. If he could yeah. bring him in think, as like to mentor somebody. Mentor right back, that'd be amazing. I think Hogan would probably win just because it's Hogan. Hogan. <laughs> but I think yeah. I think Warrior would, would, would probably actually destroy. It has to be Hogan. a normal fight, but Hogan would be like, No, you're not doing that. You otherwise you'll be sat from the company because I'm yeah. Hogan. I don't think uh, Warrior would be able to like do all the running around <laughs> like the high adrenaline stuff as what he did in the past. No, but... no, I don't I think that's I think that's no no not for the Warrior anymore. <laughs> Not for the warrior. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be we'll have another dead wrestler on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ah, good wrestling talk. Films. What was that? Films. Oh, films. Movies. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What have we all been watching? Lethal, lots. Lethal watched. Um, who's going to go first? Lots and lots. And lots. You know what? I'll big, just go first. Well, of course, there's the big one. I'll just go first. I'll just say uh, I saw Pacific Rim on my birthday and I bloody loved it, even though it's kind of yep. rubbish. I adored it. It's amazing. It's it's everything I wanted it to be because it's got I'm robots. I'm hopefully going to see it tomorrow. So. Oh, it is good. You're not seeing it, Martin? Not seen it yet. It is. I awesome, saw... awesome rocking score. Oh, had, good. had my fist pumping quite a few times. I tweeted, I think, on the Bad Educating Twitter feed yesterday about the best review I've seen of it, the Movie Bob one. And he kind oh, of... I didn't watch it actually. Yeah, was it a video? Was it? Yeah, a video bit. Because basically, like, he just says it's awesome. Go see it. That's basically like the, the whole bit thing. The whole thing. But he kind of refers it back to Independence Day, which I thought was quite an interesting comparison. Because he's, 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 he's saying it's like it understands in the same way that Independence Day does what a summer blockbuster should be. It just needs mm-hmm. to be kind of loud and crazy and, you know, burning your eyeballs to the back of your skull. And you can kind of get away with the kind of, you know, the slightly poor casting. And the yeah, I mean, your man's dialogue. serviceable. Yeah. But, think, but I mean, you... essentially the only reason people were going to see it is mechs and monsters. Yeah. I mean, and on, thing... that, on that end of the scale, it 
it excels. It nails it. I mean, the only thing that like Pacific Rim doesn't do that like Independence Day did, it doesn't have that Will Smith character. As in, it doesn't have that person who's like on the cusp of like massive fame. Because nah, I, I think, think your I, guy probably is supposed to be that guy. Yeah, but he's not though. Is he? He's not. I mean, if you look at the casting of Will Smith back in the mid nineties, he had like the, the yeah. big record career. He had a, a really popular TV show. And well, I've never seen your guy in. Um, what he called Sons of Anarchy. So I don't know what he's like in that. But I mean, he's a bit dry in see, Pacific Rim, which is probably in, the main thing. I've seen him in Queer as Folk. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that one. Either. He's uh, he's not dry in that. I tell you. No way. He delivers liquidity. I mean, Idris Elba is probably the the. Oh, he's amazing. The crown jewel in it. He's just Idris Elba, isn't he? Yeah. The the crown jewels the robots because frankly, some parts of that film were like a religious experience for me. Yeah. Like the whole Hong Kong sequence. I you know I was in the yeah the whole Hong Kong things just. And there's a bit in it that I'll I'll talk about when Martin's seen it because I don't want to spoil it. But there's a bit in it. What are your thoughts then about the latest news that Grown Up Two has beaten it in the box office? That's just idiots. People are idiots, (laughs) but you can kind of understand the fact that it's like it is Adam Sandler, and it is yeah the first one. You know, Rubbish Show was it was a big hit, and it's that kind of film that will. It will sell more to an, like a mainstream audience than Pacific Rimwood. Pacific Rimwood. Yeah. Like, Someone put up a tweet about the sequel, but I mean, I think that they'd already been talking ages before it was even released. They'd been saying they were working on it, but has has it been like confirmed? I don't think so yet. Um, oh, I mean, I was trying. I don't. I was haven't looked, but I was trying to figure out what is its what at the moment is it doing? Because I mean, when when Man of Steel was 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 raking it in like all you ever heard was man of steel has 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 done so much so much so much blah blah blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you know i think they kind of cooled off after the opening weekend when it lost growing up i think they kind of like cooled off the talk although i think for the last thing i read it was around about 180 million so far worldwide mm. including america but i don't think it's released yet in japan and china so you know, potentially that's like another big. You see, I think that's that's yeah, that's where you've got to be looking to go. Yeah, I think once it's released there, that'll be there'll be a clear idea if it's going to have a sequel or not. Yeah. But it will be it will be a shame if it doesn't you know find an audience properly because I mean that's you know we had Dread last year that was a really good film that deserved much better than what happened to it. Yeah, mm. and you know, the Pacific Rim, you know, it's another you know a new franchise, a new genre film, you know, a new um. It's throwing new concepts at an audience that they don't, you know, the mainstream audience don't really see that much. You know, I mean, there aren't that many giant monster films, and you know, I don't think there's any giant robot films at all. Yeah, yeah do you know what they need stuff. to do if they want to get more people to see it? Need to, I mean, locally, my cinemas aren't too bad, but they need to, they need to drop the prices because I reckon a lot of people just don't go because it's so freaking expensive. Yeah, yeah. But they I mean, also need to knock the three D as well. Oh, just get rid. Three D just needs to get go away. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've never seen, I've seen films in where the three D has been pretty good. You know, yeah. like um, like it, 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 Avatar, like it's pretty good in Avatar. You know, it was built for Avatar, Tron Legacy. It's pretty good in Tron Legacy. Yeah, but I've, it's not necessary. Now, the only it's good just, ones I've, it's the only such really a good completely ones I've seen. superfluous part Actually, of the of films. It's yeah. not. It is in no way an essential part yeah. of I mean, any film. The only good 3D stuff I've probably seen is in the IMAX um, in Cardiff. 
when you get the when you get the proper scale to it and the really kind of big clear but screen. Even then, I I don't think I've ever seen a film where I've thought, oh, well, the 3D made that for me. You know, yeah. You know where I enjoyed that because of the 3D. It's just, you know, it's just it's just it is just nonsense, and it's, it is just it's been totally a, a complete money spin. Yeah. You know, although ironically, I think Pacific Rim made, made a chunk of its money from 3D. So, well. <laughs> We'll have to see that. I mean, I, mean I, I can't really talk objectively about the film because I just, you know, giant robots are hardwired into my DNA. So I just, just <laughs> going to have it regardless anyway. So, I mean, I walked out and my thought, yeah, that was rubbish. Didn't like that. And I was like, but, but the robot hit the monster with his fists. He was like, yeah, but it was boring. I was like, no, it wasn't. It was no, amazing. It wasn't. Yeah. Do you think we could be reaching a new fashion as well? Because obviously with uh, the SCCC just gone, they were showing off the Godzilla stuff. Um, oh, yeah, that's that. So do you think it could be a re- resurgence of monster movies? Hopefully. I don't know. Well, you see, I think if Pacific Rim had done gangbusters, yeah. but we throw more of the thing. I think it's still going to be comic book movies. Yeah, you know, that list of the films coming out in 2015, that's ridiculous. That's an epic year. That's, that's a 1985. That is a year that, that um, anyone, any child who's about going to be about anywhere between 8 to 10 or whatever it's gonna blow in the that year will we'll think back and think, what a friggin' year. Yeah, even if like half of those films are good, that's going to be a good year for film. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be a good year, Phil. They're yeah, gonna so, have to. They're gonna have to be careful because it'll just be. It'll be overload, you know. Yeah, it'll be like one every two weeks, near enough, isn't it? It'll, <laughs> be, pre- it'll be overload. That's the problem, you see. I think that's what they're saying about a lot of these flops, like Pacific Rim and stuff like that. Like a lot of people don't go to the cinema every week or every yeah. couple of weeks. You know, unless some people like maybe go once a month or once every couple of months. Yeah, unless it's that and kind you know, of they'll go to film. see the film they've been waiting on, you yeah. know, whereas if you, because if you start to fire all these things together, uh, some of them are going to, are going to bomb. Yeah. And it's got to have that kind of crazy word, um, word of mouth because I think that's why um, Inception a couple of years ago, you know, that was a kind of a low key, well, not low key sci-fi film, but I mean, it had DiCaprio in it, but it's still a kind of slightly twisty sci-fi film. I did good money, but that's because, you know, you had, sorry, you had Nolan behind it, you had, you know, the Dark Knight fame and all that kind of transferred across to it. But you don't get that, unless you've got that kind of big kind of event thing around a film, like, you know, like the Dark Knight was like an event film when that came out. And like, mm. strange ones to mention, but Mamma Mia, when that came out, you know, people were just seeing that because other people had seen it. It was that kind of um, yeah. self-perpetuating thing, which Pacific Rim never really got the kind of good word of mouth to build that, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree, because it's yeah. the same as well when, like, Skyrim came out, it was obviously good word of mouth, everyone was going, see it, see it, see it. Yeah. Pacific Rim, when that came out, a lot of people actually said a, a bit of negative things about it. They'll still say they loved it, but they'll say, but it does have its flaws. Yeah, they're saying, like, so, the worst. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't see, I think Man of Steel's the winner this summer. Really? Money-wise. Oh, uh, the, um, Iron Man 3. Oh, what did Iron Man 3 make? It's over a billion dollars. I See, I, I totally forgot that Iron Man 3 was even out because it was way, so way early on. It's like in its own I'm even debating, was it even, was it even part of the summer period? Arguably, April? it was like the start of the summer film. April, films. Phil? Hmm. Well, it's, uh, was it 29th? They say the summer season starts then, don't they? Uh, I don't know. Into May and stuff. That's that class. That's kind of the summer season. But that Marvel's made that yeah, that kind of that little period their own, haven't they? That kind of pre-summer, mm, yeah, uh, March, April, May kind of period. They made it their own, really. But yeah, billion dollars—that's ridiculous. So it's made a billion 
dollars. Crazy. And Pacific Rim. Let me tell you, Batman Man of Steel two will make a billion dollars. You reckon? Definitely. It will. The old, the old Batman Superman. It will make a million dollars easy. It will make a million dollars. You're right. A billion. I mean, <laughs> a billion. Now, damn it! I do have two questions on this one now because obviously that everything because of Batman Superman, you start to go into hype and overdrive, and your mind starts thinking because mm-hmm. obviously people are banding around names for Batman. I've heard First, a couple of good ones. I've heard a couple of good ones. First of all, though. Because it's going to make so much money, and because of that quote that they said from the, uh, the Dark Knight uh, Returns Returns book, yeah. now that's an older Batman in there, and because it's going to make crazy money, I there's a part of me thinking I wonder if they'll even maybe ask to see if Christian Bale would be interested in it back, especially because he is going to be portraying that older Batman. Well, have you seen? They're not doing older Batman. They've already well, they're not. Said, no, they've already, said, Batman, they've, already okay. they've only used the quote. Yeah, but I think they said they're going to take... they realised it was a Batman-Superman quote that people would know. Sure, he's, in the video, yeah. if you watch the video, he says the quote's nothing to do with the, the film. Itself, yeah. It's just the quote that he found that he felt would put across, would, would tease I, what they I were doing. I was under the impression that he said that it, it's, that book is going to pretty much inspire no. the plot. But then, no, okay. you watch if you see watch the video because he says at the start he says it, it's not he it, says it's nothing to do with what they're gonna do. I think they're I think what they are gonna do is I think there's going to be a there is going to be like a friction thing between them. Yeah. Um, but it will be like a setup thing, and you'll find out there's some common enemy, or it'll be Lex Luthor probably, or something yeah. is doing something, and then they'll band together, kind of thing. You know, I think that's where it'll go. I think it may it, it may be that there will be some fighting between the two of them, or or aggro between the two of them. But it's not Dark Knight Rises. It's not old. It, there's no way they'll do an older Batman because they couldn't they couldn't spin that off into anything if it's an old Batman. That's a fair point. Mm. I, I did say as soon as that logo turned up, I was like, "That is a Frank Miller Batman logo." Well, you're right; it definitely is a Frank. But I mean, it's 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 um you know year one. Yeah, that's a fair point. Logo, you know, it's so. As for replacement Batman, then, because uh, there's one name particular that's been bandied around, and that is obviously um, the fella who did Judge Dredd, and obviously that would be my Ooh, second Carl question. Urban. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Carl Urban as Batman? Or would you rather have a Dread 2? You see, Carl Urban, this is the thing though, Carl Urban, I mean, he's not young, but... He'd be, he'd he'd be able to put it off. He's got he scales. He could do yeah. it. He could do it. He could do it easy. He's not young, but he could do it. You know, yeah, there's no way. Awesome. He totally could do it. I really kind of think growing to love Carl Urban's work. I think he's brilliant. In all the films he's been in, even if he's been like a bit part, yeah. like in... Um, Chronicles of Riddick. He's still awesome. He's got that kind of squinty eyes, really angry glare to him. I'm, 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 a, I'm an urban, urbanaholic. Mm. <laughs> Definitely think he could do it. Yeah. No yeah. yeah. I, I think his McCoy as well is marvellous. He pulls off that twang in his voice. Yeah, he does. Um, he's he's probably the best bit the first. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So he could definitely do it um, and I'd be happy with him. But whether, I don't know, I just get this He's too old feeling. I put some dye his hair and give him some makeup on and be fine. Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, I don't. I think he could definitely do it, but I, I, I get this feeling it's going to be like Superman. It's going to be a younger guy. Zac Efron. 
Awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm think they're gonna go down the sort of reasonably unknown route too. You reckon? The re- yeah, because the reason being, I mean, when you look at um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man, I mean, he's making an absolute shit ton of money now. But yeah. when he was cast as Iron Man, he wasn't like Robert Downey Jr. They go, they go for these. They don't. You can get someone cheaper. Yeah, I mean you that's how you can sign someone for multiple. I mean now, fair enough. Henry Cavill now is going to be you know because he's this has made so much money, millions, but he's yeah. already going to be signed up for these films. Fee already agreed. Yeah, you know he. Yeah. He, you can get you can book someone for three, four, five movies, whatever it is. Boom, there's your money down. Same with you know um, what do you call him from Thor. You know, they they've all been signed for got, these what, movies. Half a million for the first story. Yeah, you, they've got all their money paid for. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Boom. You know, yeah. so I think they'll 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 book a not maybe not an unknown, but it'll be a kind of a Justin Timberlake somewhere in between ish <laughs> type guy. Somebody they'll, they'll go for a black Batman. Why not? And they call themselves JS Jason Statham. Oh, Statham. <laughs> Steven would be a good Batman, though. Come I don't on. know about that one, though. No, awesome no, no harms at the staff, but... <laughs> <laughs> My name's Batman! <laughs> oh, no. I'm Batman! Steven just came back and killed me. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know, it's like, would you have even would you have ever thought of Henry Cavill for Superman? Well, no, no. I didn't even know who I he just, was. I think, I think it's just sit and wait, see what happens. There's yeah. no point in speculation, because it, you'll never get it. So, what else have you been watching, Gerard? Well, I went to see The World's End. Oh, was that good? Oh, that's see awesome. That Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I mean, Compared if you like Shaun of the Dead and you like Hot Fuzz, absolutely. Yeah. Is it like, like it. maintain the quality of those two films? Oh, very much so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's great. That was the film that's kind of like, you know, I was looking forward to it, but the back of my mind was thinking. No, no, Phil, you have no worries. Because, <laughs> you know. Simon Pegg's not exactly been a staff of quality the last few films he's done. No, no, you have no worries. He, he's, there, there is a redemption. Yeah, well, that's Edgar Wright then, isn't it? We, we, we so, now know that Edgar Wright's the reason why they're, that he's good. Yeah. And without There's him, he's good. redemption. Um, so, yeah, no, it's excellent. Cool. And then I saw the, actually the other one, This Is The End. Yeah, I saw that as well. Which is, yeah, it's quite funny too. Yeah, it's, again, it's like if you're a fan of Seth Rogen, you're going to like it. But I think it falls apart towards the end, but it's it's great up to that point. That was uh, Ryan's favorite bit towards the end. Huh? That was actually uh, I saw it with Ryan. That was his favorite bit towards the end. Was it? Yeah, I think it. I with think it kind of uh, went. It kind of lost something. It was giant devil penis. That's what he enjoyed. Um, but yeah, no. Other than that, I thought it was pretty funny too. So I mean, this this summer has been pretty good. Be bad, isn't it? Pretty good. You have you seen anything, Martin? Um, not at the film. The last film I saw at the cinema was Man of Steel, and I said, hopefully I'm going to see um, Pacific Rim tomorrow and World's End shortly after that. The last film I've seen, though, was something on DVD. I don't know if you remember, a few months ago, I was like on a personal mission to find uh, funny comedies that's been... <laughs> Good luck! Recently. I know, <laughs> Good luck it's, it's been difficult, because uh, the one I came across recently was the Casa de Ma Padre. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that Will one. Ferrell one. Will Ferrell one again. Um, he's doing this Mexican soap opera thing, and I don't know if it's because we don't have Mexican soap operas over here, but it just feels like we weren't. Well, personally, I wasn't getting that humor. You weren't on the joke. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
And yeah. for me, I I just ended up having to skim through it. I just Martin. ended up quitting about half an hour through. Martin. Hello. No. You're talking about funny comedies. Yeah. Uh, Have you yet watched Hot Rod? Hot Rod? Because you really shouldn't have spent all that time looking <laughs> if you were looking for a funny comedy. You know what? You know, I've not curious. heard of Hot Rod. We've what talked is... about it. No. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yes. Because a while ago it was on TV and I recorded it and it's also on Netflix. And I still haven't bothered watching it. Is it really? Oh, you is it on... as well. It literally is utter genius. I'm... Oh, no, I have seen that film. Yeah. The... I, didn't, I didn't rate it that much. The, the guy... <laughs> In your face, Jared. Guy. The guy doing the stunts? Yeah, that's right. Um, he was inspired you... by Evil Knievel and all that. And he uh, has that tattoo, uh, doesn't he? Oh, my yeah. God. He said it's not really a split opinion on this now. Well, well, Phil, you have the decider, and I think you're going to be on my side. Well, we'll see, won't we? Well, we, so. we have bonded and shared a bream, haven't we, Jared? So. I know so. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you, if you can get to the, 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 um, the sequence with you're the voice and you're not pissing yourself laughing. You, well, we'll you know what? I'll give it another shot, but I'm not promising anything. <laughs> In your face, Jared. But you're again, that was, that was, I'm talking about recent comedies. That was 2007. Make yeah. it well, when I saw, um, because uh, I have a theory that the kind of comedy films are going downhill with all the, expect- Do you know what? I think it's going to be the biggest disappointment ever, ever. What is, what is? Anchorman 2. I get, yeah, I get I don't know. Oh, I, have you seen that trailer? That trailer does look good. I think it's going to break me. I, I think, think I think it's good. I think because the, the reason why it's going to be good is because Will Ferrell was actually writing this one along with um, Adam McKay and they've not done the last thing that they did together was Step Brothers. So we'll I, see. I think it's going to break me. I think it's going to, I think it's just, it's going to, I think, I think Anchorman is just, it's just a, a thing. It's a thing to its own, and I think if you try and recreate copy or like then catch lightning in a bottle again, it's just it's not gonna yeah. it's not gonna work. But I'm I'm, I'm, well, not... I'm, gonna, I'm all open to it being hilarious, but you know it's just I just don't think it's gonna get it. Yeah, because that's the only feral film I really like. I don't really I don't I like his Stranger other films, than fiction? but sorry, Stranger Than Fiction. So what scene now? That's the kind of slightly serious one. Oh there. yeah, watch that. That's quality. Even well, it's not Will Ferrell being Will Ferrell in that film. It's like his so, um, Punchdrunk Love, isn't it? He's trying to be like yeah. a serious person. It's better than Punchdrunk Love. Yeah. Don't like Adam Sandler. <laughs> I quite like Adam. I do, it's not. I have nothing against the guy. I, I, I have loads against him there. Loads. Um, but Punchdrunk Love is is definitely and that guy Anderson's worst film. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll easily agree with that. Mm, good watching, guys. It's lethal watching. <laughs> Mm. So we were just talking about summer blockbusters mm, and flops. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, interesting. What we're going to talk about now, Phil? Well, Jared, let's talk about flops. Jared, let's talk about films that flopped. Let's talk about all the good films, flops. all the bad films that have flopped. Let's talk about flops. Flops. Let's talk about flops. Mm. Look at that. You know what really makes that song come alive is the fact that you've obviously got a bit of a cold there and you're yeah. trying to mask it. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it added to my husky voice when I'm singing. Yeah, that. awesome. I kind of slightly still throw. Yeah, in honor of Pacific Rim not being that good of a film at the box office, 
I was looking at a list of flops on Wikipedia, Wikipedia, the top 50 flops of all time. Wikipedia. And there were a few of them that kind of jumped out. I kind of thought, what the hell are they what? doing on there? The main one being on that list uh, that I can't find now because it's gone. Where is it gone? Let me see if I can tell you which one it is. Is it going to be... K-19? Nope. Uh, Speed Racer? Oh, yeah, Speed Racer. That's the one. Because uh. I thoroughly loved Speed Racer. I thought it was a great kids' film. Absolutely brilliant. And yet, it, no one watched it at all. Nobody. Nobody at all. And I think that's because it wasn't necessarily down to the quality of the film. It was down to the fact that everybody remembered it the Matrix. It wasn't the Matrix. Everybody was like... And everybody remembered how those turned out. Yeah, they were like, we remember the Matrix. You made us cry. We're not going to go see this film. Which is a shame because Speed Race is a great film. It's a really kind of... It's a, it's a, apart from the kid with the monkey, the kid with the monkey can go and die in some kind of fire. Really, awesome. re- really possibly can because he's just the worst thing in that film. But the rest of it was brilliant. The whole action stuff with the cars flying around and the brakes and the... It was brilliant. But it came out in 2008, which was the year of Mamma Mia and Batman and Iron Man. I don't think anything sort of chance against that. Sunk. Hmm. Sunk it, sunk it like a biscuit in a cup of tea. That's been left in for a bit. Which was, was a damn shame. But I mean, obviously, there are films that deserve to flop and did flop. Like oh, there's so many films that deserve to flop and do flop. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, um, I would say, you know, uh, for video game fans, one of the biggest ones was the Final Fantasy film. Do you know what? I went to see that in the cinema, and I don't actually think when I came out, I hated it, but I think I've seen it since. I've just kind of been like, ooh, so <laughs> I think it was about, what, five years too early for the the whole CGI film thing? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not aged very well, and it kind of, didn't that essentially bring down Square as like a separate studio? Yeah, it did. That was the, that's why they... They merged with Enix. Square Enix, yeah. Square Enix, yeah, which was a, that was just a shame, which was a shame. Um, and also another one that was quite a big flop on there that I only recently recently watched um, was Treasure Planet Disney film. Yeah, I just, uh, it, I haven't seen it. There's actually quite a few Disney films I missed, but I have it because it's, well, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's re- it's a really good, enjoyable film. It's like it's uh, yeah. kind of. Um, I just, I just think Disney. I don't think I don't think you're going to get an absolutely terrible. Oh, of course they're they're always like a certain level of quality, but this is in that kind of weird period when. Like Pixar was was two thousand two. They were sort of chasing. So Pixar was basically mm. in their like in their pomp, just doing like knocking out all these classics, and they just couldn't compete with it. And they, they threw a lot of money. I mean, one hundred forty million dollars for an yeah. animation that seems a lot, even for two thousand two. And it just didn't connect with the audience. I bet because you know Monsters Inc. something came out that year that was just yeah. just so much better. There's a few films on it that I have seen that I really enjoyed. Yeah. So uh, John Carter, I think John Carter is a pretty pretty good but that was again like sci-fi adventure film like what's wrong with john carter that will probably like again compare that to pacific rim yeah you know john carter uh, i thought it was a great uh sort of just saturday afternoon kind of yoho movie like there's nothing absolutely nothing that i could have said was terrible about it at all even the guy i mean he's not great but he's not He's not, he's, not this, he's not who he is in Battleship, which is he's terrible. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? There's the, so, Battleship on the list. Huh? Is. I no, I don't see Battleship. Somehow that thing must have made money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but John, well, at least he's not. it's not in the top 50 anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It could be think, down there. But I mean, 
Um, no, you know, John Cora, I think, is a pretty decent flick. And then Sahara, I, I thought Sahara was a hoot. It's not a hoot. I thought it was a hoot, Phil. I, th- I thought it was another decent sort of Saturday. You know, you don't need to really think an awful lot about it. It's on. It's there. Fine. It doesn't offend me in any way. Nothing, you know. But it wasn't that good, though. But it's not it's not offensive to me. It is offensive because it's got Matthew McConaughey on the front with his arm folded and yeah, smiling. Matthew McConaughey. It's one of Matthew McConaughey's better films. Well, well, I think you're alone in that opinion. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think you're a guy in ten days, Phil. <sighs> I've seen that film too many Matthew times. Matthew McConaughey's best films, Frailty. Oh, I've seen that. Anyway, this isn't this isn't the, the, the mahogany special. Stop dragging <laughs> it away. The Mahogany Special. The yeah. Mahogany but Special. Matthew I mean, recently he's redeemed himself a little bit, hasn't he, with Killer Joe and Magic Mike? Which, apparently, uh, Killer Joe's on Netflix now. Ooh, awesome. I'm not sure which flavor yes. US oh, that's or American. Look. Oh, that's awesome. I must watch sure, that. But yeah, um, that. Magic Mike's pretty decent, too. That's, that's a good film, that is. Yeah. There's, um, there seems to be like a couple of recent ones. Like, obviously, you got you know, John Carter was only in 2012. That's a big flop. And this year, Jack the Giant Slayer. I still haven't seen it. But apparently it didn't make well. It's always, it's the, I think it's that attempt to make a new franchise and to make it like yeah, a big I still haven't seen film. it. No, I, had, I think it, to me, I don't know. I sort of would have went to see it if it was... It, you know, I would have went to see it if I was still living on my own or Noah, Noah wasn't about or something like this. This is what happens you see, when you get kids. You have to really plan prioritize your shit you know what you're going to go see and i reckon yeah. i probably would have seen it but it just it wasn't up there enough for me to try and get someone to babysit yeah it was like yeah, it, it looks interesting but not enough to kind no, of warrant so wouldn't have, no, fine you know it went yeah. it's gone whatever um and on there as well you know considering the batman superman talk green lantern lantern which you know, mm. no it's it doesn't not defend a bad me film. it's not a bad film it's just not a good film doesn't defend me yeah I think that was that was their attempt to go down the Iron Man route, wasn't it? This was their attempt to kind of have that film and start the JLA franchise with the Green Lantern, but it yeah. obviously colossally backfired, so they had to kind of go back to the Superman thing. But you know, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. It's it's just it's just there. I think a lot of films on this list, you know, they're not bad films. They just have no. they just weren't able Again, to get find an audience. Like Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, the Wolfman. That's, that's not that's terrible. Not a bad film. It was a mix-up sort of thing. It yeah. kind of all went a bit back and forward and whatever, and but it's not terrible. But you can kind of see. I mean, you know, I mean, hindsight's great and everything. But spending 150 million dollars on a film called The Wolfman, that yeah. that is that is a gamble. You know, that's a lot of money to be throwing at a film. You know, called The Wolfman. Yeah, Poseidon. That's another kind of semi-decent, just kind of oh, your Saturday Russell, afternoon. Doesn't really, you know, it's on. Yeah, but it's not as good as the first one, though. It hasn't got oh, Gene Hackman shouting totally, at it. I mean, it's, it's a completely different film, Phil. Yeah, it hasn't got Borgline shouting at God. It's totally different, man. Do you know what, actually, do you know what, for me, probably the most shocking on this list? Yeah. Flushed Away. I love Flushed Away. It is a good, it's not the best album film. I think we can agree I on that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I think the problem there, though, it is too British for American audience. I just thought I never. Do you know it was? It was. It was a real surprise to me. I think I watched it the first time. It was actually it was on TV, and it was just kind of like I was. I think it was Sunday. I, was, I can't remember what day it was. It just there was nothing on at all. I was like, I'm really bored. Don't know what else I saw. Flushed away. Come on, I thought. Do you know what? Just bring and watch Flushed Away. Why not? Yeah. Nothing is else it, to do. And loved good. it. Yeah, it's not bad. But really you know, like, surprised me. 
the the kind of biggest flop I wrote, one of the first ones I wrote down, even though it's not on that top fifty list, a film that never really kind of got a wide a wide audience, uh, is the Iron Giant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not on that list of like you know, it's not like in the top, see, even in failure, it still doesn't stand. But the out. difference, but yeah, I mean, if we like, if we if all those films we've kind of mentioned so far, I don't think there's any of them which, well, for me, apart from Flushed Away, there's none of them you're going to say they're absolutely stunning epic films. They deserve better than that, yeah. You know, mm. like they they deserve better, but they're not. You know, but they aren't giant. Yeah, how about didn't get like ET? A, I mean that is Iron Giant is pretty much a perfect film. Yeah, and I think who who did Iron Brad Giant Bird. though was Brad Bird. Brad Bird, yeah. Was that in uh, DreamWorks though? No, no, I think it was, it was just uh, Warner Brothers. Some some studio. Yeah, that, sort that's of thing. what I think. I I get the feeling that because it wasn't a studio that people kind of snubbed it, kind of thing. Yeah, it didn't have like a Pixar brand in front of it, or exactly, uh, yeah, DreamWorks or Disney, or yeah, yeah. Because you can kind of, so it's weird how every every now and then, like a studio decides to make like a, an animated film, uh, like Warner Brothers tried with Iron Giant, and I'm sure there's a few others knocking about. I can't remember right now. Was it Prince of Egypt or something? People kind of think, right, we can do this. We're going to be a big yeah. success, and it kind of completely falls on its ass. Like the only one I think of that's been successful that's not that's kind of sits outside of that framework is um, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, because that's made by Sony Pictures, I think it is. Mm. And that's been a huge. It's been a huge success and Despicable Me. Is that yeah. is, that's DreamWorks, isn't it? Despicable Me. That, yeah, that, I think Despicable Me's been a massive. Like I didn't realize that was like a big franchise <laughs> until like it did forty million twice and, two weeks um, in a row. How did how did uh, thing a dragon? How to train a dragon? dragon? Yeah, it's an epic like, film. Because the number one film noted on there has been the, the worst, biggest box of frost is there. Mars needs moms. Which is one of those performance capture films? Yeah, one and those... you know what? He, the guy who did that, did uh, Monster House, which I think is great. You do, you talk about, you do like that, don't you? I really, really, really like Monster House. Yeah, but that that shut down. The... It's very dated now. Like it's really badly dated now. But um, yeah, that's weird. You know, that, in the watching... CGI and the motion capture. But I think it's a it's a great film. Yeah. Did you what... hear about Monster House and the whole Dan Harmon thing? The film Monster House. Yeah. Well, did no, he work on it, did he? Apparently, Dan Harmon uh, was a, originally wrote the story to it, but it's one of these that got changed fundamentally in in Hollywood and got changed to no end. Yeah, and apparently, um, he met a little girl who went to see it one day, and she was terrified. And he actually went to let her, and he actually told her why she had been scared so much and he was like saying I apologise it wasn't my doing it's a really fascinating article mm. it tells you about all the changes that were done in Hollywood and how his initial vision of Monster House did not come across in the end and it was all changed in yeah. all the levels yeah so Who try and find out up? yeah Dan Har- Dan Har- they had Diamond Harmon who's the community guy did Monster House yeah cool originally. so yeah it's weird how like going through that list I don't think there's not many of them that are, that are like those kind of films where there's been loads of problems with it. I think the majority of them are just like good ideas done competently that just don't find an audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's quite a lot of them. I mean, Cuthbert Island, that deserve was a Yeah, Cuthbert Island, I mean, that's, that's not a good film. I mean, yeah. Do you know it was actually quite interesting? The, um, the guy, some of them 
it's the ones that are directed by guys like like directors and and star people who have have done massive things before and then it just kind of all goes wrong like for me one of the big ones that stands out is that Pluto Nash film which is directed by the same guy who did Tremors and Tremors <laughs> as we all know is absolutely brilliant it's brilliant but it's and like it's, such it's, Eddie Murphy though isn't it it's like pretty Eddie Murphy it's, I think it was Eddie Murphy yeah just brought everything down but you, know, you know what's interesting the films that deserve it and the films that don't what what's the what is the re, you know, certainly the films that didn't deserve it what's the reasoning behind it like what what happens i mean for me john carter i think that was that was down to the promotion yeah it was just think- it was hideously promoted it was just it was just there wasn't it was one of those films i think that probably a lot of people hadn't even a clue was what coming was. out yeah it just kind of like into the cinema didn't it, it didn't you know like, it didn't have that kind of frenzy before the film came out like you know like yeah. a well marketed film does like, you know, I mean, people were kind of saying Pacific Rim's marketing wasn't great, but I, you know, I was, I thought the, the the TV spots and stuff were kind of really got across the fact that it's monsters being punched by robots. But clearly, Maybe, people just you know, stuff. People. Just, it's interesting because average moviegoers, I don't think, are going to be overly swayed. You know, like see when Man of Steel was was, and they were pumping out the trailers, and everybody was going, "Oh my god, epic, epic, epic trailers!" Blah 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 blah. Yeah. There's only going to be a certain subset of people who are really going to be probably really latching those trails, you know, latching on those trails and watching those trails. Joe Public, it's going to be everything else. Yeah. And, you know, when Man of Steel was coming out, you literally could look nowhere. You couldn't look anywhere without seeing Superman somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's like how... Um, you know, that's like... how you promote stuff. It's, you get everything out and around. That's how they should do it. You know, trailers and things can be epic and brilliant. And, you know, game the Pacific Rim trailers are all epic and brilliant. But how many people... You know, I'd say it's the, the ones who watch the trailers and think they're great are obviously going to go see it. But you'll find that it's probably... I mean, if you go on YouTube and look at, you know, the Pacific Rim trailers, you'll probably find maybe one or two million... Yeah, well, I, use... I, I always kind of gauge it from uh, working in my office because I'm probably like the most filmy, geeky person there. So not everybody kind of you know, follows. People are talking about it. Yeah, so like when my man still coming out, people are talking about it in the office. But Superman, again, you know, there's there's the it's Superman. So, yeah. but Pacific Rim, nobody in the office knew what Pacific Rim was. Nobody knew about that film at all. They didn't know anything about it. And see, because because it didn't have that kind of crazy buzz. Like if like remember back to when Inception came out. Yeah, I remember me and Ryan saw that. I think it was a week, two weeks after it came out on a Tuesday night, and I've never seen a cinema that busy in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like the entire foyer, of the cinema was was full of people. It was literally full from you know from the door to we go to the screen. I've never seen a cinema that busy mm-hmm. in my life. But that mm-hmm. was all literally just from the buzz of the film. It wasn't. You well, know, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose that there's got to be there is bound to be some Batman effect, but also some Christopher Nolan effect. You know, yeah. people. Yeah. But people just kind of like his stuff. There was just a buzz about it. But if you look at like you know, just like cowboys and aliens, it just didn't get that kind of. There was wasn't that buzz around it, it and that's why no. It, it, it was one of these things that the, the people who knew or who were in the know or whatever knew about it. Yeah, it was setting itself to its own audience, not getting any wider, you know? any, any wider than that. So the funny thing though is that the audience who aimed Cowboys and Aliens at had already read Cowboys and Aliens and went <laughs> really? Yeah. that film? really? That, film? that story? really? <laughs> so yeah although, although apparently the, um, there's a list at the bottom about the biggest box office bombs suggested for inflation is, and that's the 13th Warrior yeah which 
Is that that film with Antonio Banderas? Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio it's Antonio Banderas. It's one of these kind of films that I sort of you don't know what it's actually supposed to be because it's like it's based on obviously Vikings and monsters, but which sounds awesome. Let's but there's that. no monsters, no nothing. Well, what's the point of that then? That you, don't, you know, it's just it's it's Vikings trekking to get to the monsters, and then they're really you don't see any monsters, well, and you're kind of like. It why <laughs> you know we've we've built this whole thing up to this point and you show me nothing kind of like rain of fire the post is all like helicopters versus dragons there's nothing about in the film at all yeah but i mean there's like you see dragons at least and you see helicopters <laughs> at some stage you see like i think you see some shadows or something it's really just a you're you just kind of like you see something going on yeah I think it's always interesting to look through like a list of that, just to see like the, the surprising films that you thought made money but actually didn't and are considered flops. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, Pacific Rim won't be on there because it deserves much better than that. Yeah. And of course, that list it doesn't include um, DVD sales and all that kind of thing as well. So, which I think is why Waterworld's not on there because that somehow made money. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of... And there's always that thing about like the um, this here. I think it, it kind of compares the growth to the production budgets you don't get kind of factoring in the costs of marketing a film these days which can be like what another 100 million on top at least you need that's the thing i think you, that i think when a when a film isn't being heavily marketed it's being set up i think john carter was being set up to just flounder yeah they just they put nothing into it you know i mean superman the man of steel was warner brothers this was their this was basically the I think, behind, the last big shot to get something going. Oh yeah, because I mean that was. I mean, they um, could have fired out another Batman movie, and it probably would have made money. Yeah, but then that's that's the they've been in that cycle of just. Doing yeah, they're just well, we're just going to have endless Batman films forever, you know. But so they, I think they knew they had to pump shit into this, and they did it well. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know they did do it well. Yeah, they put out lots of great trailers, TV spots, and they they put Superman everywhere. And that's it. That's just what you do, you know? You know... Sorry, go ahead. No, go on, mine. I was just going to say, the pers- the company who does marketing incredibly well is, of course, is Marvel. The fact that Avengers Assemble was teased right from the very first Iron Man film. Yeah. yeah and since exactly. then, it's like four films, and it was like bleeding you with this information. Well, Iron Man... Yeah, Iron Man was, a, was one of those, like, Inception word-of-mouth things. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and then as soon as you've got people hooked with that film, you just—it's just even if those people only went to see Iron Man, but that when was it came to, to the Avengers, to 2, wasn't it? That was enough to get them into Iron Man Two, which was probably just about enough to get them into Captain America. Yeah, do you know? It's just it was, and the, Marvel just played a, a blinder. Yeah, you know they did. They just they played it just absolutely perfectly because the people who weren't even really maybe into it. Just we're like, right, hold on, this is all, these are all connected. Yeah. You know, and that's, snowballed. Avengers yeah. just then blew up. But it's quite, you know, I think the thing there is like, you know, the next DC film comes out in 2015, and Marvel's got, what, four films out between then and now? Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, it's just crazy. It's ridiculous. So I think what we learned from looking at flops is that everybody should go and see Speed Racer. Yep. <laughs> everybody should go see Pacific Rim now, do it. Yeah. 
go yes. say go, go to China. Last ditch boost. Speed Racer's dead. It's gone. The Pacific Rim. You might still be able to do something with. It's not dead. It's a good film. It's gone. It's, it's had its chance, but Pacific Rim's still there. It's a good film. Who fancies a bit of quiz? Oh, quizantastic. Oh, we need to close this tab down, yeah, do close your tab, close your tab. Close your tab, Marty. Close tabs. Close your Wikipedia tab. Yeah. Ain't no wiki. Ain't no wiki in this fool's face. You ready for, ready for some quiz? You ready yes. for a quiz? You want a quiz? Do you want I'm a quiz? For a quiz. Do you want a quiz? Is that yes? Yes. Good. So let's play. Play your movie flop cards right. That's not the play cards right thing. I know, but it came into my head. But part and Dean, but it's about movies. So. I can do the play cards theme if you want. Go. Not bad, actually. There you go. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yes, uh, this is uh, our, our quiz portion, which is play your movie, movie flops cards right. And this week it will be Gerard versus Martin. Gerard versus Martin. Head to head at last. And this quiz is obviously based off the play cards right uh, quiz show of uh, Bruce Forsyth fame, which we all remember fondly from the 1990s, whereby I will uh, give you a film I will tell you its budget. Sorry, it's um, total gross at the cinema. And you'll have to tell me whether the next film is higher or lower. Higher. Oh. Okay, I've got three okay. I've got three grids. Whoever gets to the end will be the winner of that grid. Oh fun. So the uh, so someone will start. If you get the question wrong, play passes to the other person. And so on until the end. I've got three grids. Um, I need to find out who's going to go first. So let me. Um, um, I will flip this Nintendo DS. That is next awesome. to me. Um, is it, it. Um, camera side or battery side up? Martin. Camera side. It is camera side. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Ooh. Jared. He's putting the pressure on you. Yes, he is. Gentlemen. I will. Uh, I will turn over the first card to give you your start card. Are you ready? Okay. The first film is Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Ooh, right. Which okay. Made a worldwide gross of one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. So this is the. This is not what. This is the gross, right? Okay. Yeah, worldwide gross. Okay. Um, I will now turn over the next card, which is Cowboys versus Aliens. Ooh. Is that so higher or tell lower? Tell me. Uh, Final Fantasy made one hundred and thirty-seven million at the box office. Okay. Higher or lower? Um, lower. You see lower? The actual gross of Cowboys and Aliens was $174 million. Oh. The play passes to Martin. 
Okay. I'm going to flip over the next card, which is Alexander, the Colin Farrell film. Okay. That uh, we all know and love. And now, the gross for Cowboys was 174, was yep, it? Yep, yep. Was Alexander higher or lower? I'm going to say lower. I'm going to say lower. Martin, the worldwide gross of Alexander was $167 million. Close. Martin progresses to the next one. Okay. I'm going to flip over the next card. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Conan, the Barbarian. Now, this is a difficult one. The modern remake. Um, um, Was it last year, I think it was, it came out? A couple of years, two years ago, maybe? Yeah, Yeah, not long. the last couple of years. Uh, So, Alexander was $167 million. Did Conan make Uh, higher or lower? I'm going to say less. You're going to say lower? Yeah. Conan made $48 million. Definitely had to be lower. He's in there. He's in there. Okay. Two in a row, Martin. you only got two two to guess to get to the end now, and uh, this board is yours. Sweet. So no pressure. Hmm. I'm going to put the next card over. The next card is... Catwoman, the Halle Berry oh, yeah. uh, vehicle from 2000, whatever it was, going Sharon Stone as well, I believe. Now Conan did 48 million. Is Catwoman higher or lower than that figure? I'm going to say higher. Going to say higher. Not by much, but higher. Going yeah. to say higher. Okay. Can reveal Catwoman's worldwide gross was 82 million dollars. So now this is it. This is your last card for the board, Martin. This is the last card. Okay. Are, you, are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Okay, I'm going to flip the card over. And it is Speed Racer. Oh, the Wachowski Brothers classic. <laughs> um, 2008. Starring an annoying monkey eight, kid. 80, 82, would you say? Yeah, Catwoman did 82. Did Speed Racer, is that higher or lower? I'm higher going lower? to say lower. I'm going to say lower. Speed Racer did $93 million. (laughs) So you fell the last and Jared wins. That wasn't easy. Yeah. (laughs) So Jared wins the first one. Martin, though, you're first on the second board. Because Jared went first on the first one. Okay, I'm going to reveal the first card for you, which is uh, Green Lantern, the DC classic film of whatever it was that no one cares about anymore. Yeah. And the worldwide gross of that was two hundred and nineteen million dollars. Okay. Okay. That's, so that's your starter figure. I'm going to reveal the next card, which is the Wolfman, the Benicio del Toro film. Higher or lower than two hundred nineteen million, Martin? Lower. Don't say lower. It is one hundred and thirty-nine million. So lower, Martin. You're correct. Thirty-nine. Okay. Thirty-nine. So I'm going to reveal the next card now. You okay there? Do you want to drink water? I'm good. Good. <laughs> the next film is Evan Almighty. So, your last figure was 139 million. Higher or lower? I'm going to stay higher on that one. I'm going to stay higher, okay. Evan Almighty clocked in at 173 million. Okay. Well done, Martin. Three in a row. You feel intense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, to reveal your next film is Sahara, the Matthew McConaughey action classic. Lower. Lower than 173 million? 
Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Nokis. Tahara did 119 million, Martin. Can you get a clean sweep? Don't. Don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> the next is Jack the Giant Slayer. He's down to the 13. From Brainsinger. Did that do higher or lower than 119 million? Wait, is this the last one? No, you got one more after this. Oh, good. So, um, what was the previous figure? 119? Yeah, 119 million. Did Jack the Giant Slayer do more higher or lower than that figure? I'm going to say higher. Higher? Half of me wanted to say lower just to get Jared in the game, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go higher. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm no, I'm Martin, fine. you, you I'm need this. To, you need this draw, Martin. You need this, this board to draw. Uh, Jack the Giant Slayer. <clears throat> Sahara to 119 million. Worldwide gross. Jack the Giant Slayer. Clocked in with a figure of 197 million, Martin. Ooh. Wow. I didn't realise it was that much. So you've got one more to win the board and tie with Jared. Are you ready? I am. The last film is John Carter. Four million mm. bars, but now no fifth to bode. One nine seven was the previous figure. Jack was the it? Giant slated one nine seven million. Right, if, if you get this wrong, I'm going to say lower. Is that your final answer? That's final answer. Final answer. Jack the Giant slated one hundred ninety seven million dollars. John Carter. That's a worldwide gross. 282 <laughs> million. Bollocks. <laughs> By default, Joe wins the board and wins the quiz. Thanks, Martin. I know! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what? <laughs> he got the first answer wrong, so and well. that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's called oh, you strategy, can, it's, Martin. It's, it's called strategy. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, we'd, let's still play for the last row. Yeah, we'll do the last row. Phil's put some work into it, and Joe yeah. can okay. do that, and I can sit in silence and weep. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll flip the first card over. Ah, yeah, lose. Uh, <laughs> the first card is Dudley Do-Right. I believe it's a Brendan Fraser film. But he's going through those old 50s American cartoons to remake his films. And that made $9 million at the box office, Jared. Nine yes. Million. I'll turn over the next card. It is Pluto Nash. Less. Less, okay. Sure? Yeah. Well, you're correct. You did 7 million at the box office. So the next card is Cutthroat Island. More. Gina Davis Classic. That did 10 million at the box office. You, you're doing quite good, Jared. Almost like you've got the tab open. You haven't, have you? No. No, good boy. Your next film is another Brendan Fraser film, Monkey Bone. Oh, less. So less than ten million? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, because I don't even. I think I think I know what it is, but I I go with less because I haven't got a clue, and I don't think it's less. Good lucky. Well, you're lucky because that made seven million as a world ah! You said the one was he like a cartoonist or something? Yeah, it was like the um, his the cool world or cool yeah cool world kind of slightly yeah it's rubbish. Oh. <laughs> so the next card is Osmosis Jones. Oh, uh, are you lower than seven million? more did 14 million dollars so yeah you got that right so if Martin had won the last one Jared would be on for the win here 
and I flip the card over for the last card. It is the Postman. The Postman. More or less than fourteen million dollars. More. More. Yeah. You're saying higher. Because even though it was a massive flop, it's bound to have made like twenty something. It made seventeen million dollars. So that would have been a clean seat for Jared. <sighs> See, Martin. Stress. Shit. There you go. <laughs> Martin, a valiant attempt, Martin, but he just fell at the last. Both times. The those got those last two films caught me. Pressure got to each time. Each time. I didn't think they were quite as successful as they were. I thought they were far worse. I know the, the John Carter thing is ridiculous, but I think. It, yeah, I I knew it made like it actually. I think it actually did beat its budget, did it, or something? But, but think, it, it's uh, just that it was just not worth it as in essentially do like it might have just made its budget back or something yeah, didn't this come out and say they lost 100 million on it oh did 100 million yeah they lost, they lost like 100 million dollars on the overall on that film or 150 so they lost a oh, lot it was like 100 million on the advertising I think that's what happened yeah they lost a lot of money on that but yeah well done Gerard thank you you're thank you the, the quiz king thank you you can't play Street Fighter but you're good at quizzes thank you never lose you did to me several times did I? Yes, you I did. forgot. Well, I didn't. I remember <laughs> every single match. Hmm? Good podcast, guys. Awesome. Awesome dudes. Lots of flops. Lots of flops. Not this podcast, though. It was a success. Oh, yeah. It was a worldwide yes. gross. You did there? Of <laughs> a big figure. Yes. Of a lot of dollars. Yes. 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 Cool. Yeah, so I don't know what we've got planned for next week. Something awesome, I assume. Let me see what what is let me see there's nothing really there's probably not too much coming. There's only really the Wolverine and stuff is there coming out, so oh, we can't really do anything about that. We'll find a topical topic. Hugh Jackman special. Oh yeah. The luckiest man in Hollywood. What? Hugh Jackman, he's the luckiest man in Hollywood. Yeah. Because your man Diggory Scott was cast as Wolverine, and because Mission Possible 2 ran over, they have to cast Hugh Jackman, and look at the career he had then. Yeah. Diggory Scott was in Doctor Who, though. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman like makes lots of money. Yeah, this is true. Like an awful lot of money. Crap ton like, of money. Like he's like really properly rich. Like, like disgustingly so, I think. I'd say dirty, filthy rich. Not quite John Travolta level, you know. Like getting there, but he is pretty awesome as Wolverine. He's awesome as Wolverine. I think he's one of those guys as well who is probably pretty awesome to hang out with. Yeah, I wish I was his friend. Yeah, I wish he was my dad. I'll tell him I you said that, Martin. I'll tell him you said that. Yeah, yeah, I want to be Wolverine's friend. <laughs> well, uh, Jared in the flesh looks kind of like Wolverine in that See? he's short. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> and um. Yeah, that's about it, to be honest. Yeah, right, well, bye. <laughs> oh, Jared. Oh, you know, I, I, Strapping I, five foot eight, I'll have you know. Wait, I, what, last time I saw Jared, I waved him off at the airport and he skipped along and I was like, sending Ethan off to school by himself. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Going on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> because Jared's plane, it had like actual propellers on it and stuff. It was like a... Mine's a real plane. It was a real plane. 
They might have jet engines and someone walking up and down with like some coffee and stuff. But Mike, I Mike, I went home with a lot of people who'd been to the Orange March in Glasgow. I bet that was fun. I think they were all very too hungover to do anything. <laughs> yeah, did we mention that that we, we inadvertently booked Concon on the day they were having giant marches for the Orange people? The Oompa Loompas. Yeah, and like, oh, there was like rolling roadblocks around the city of this march yeah. going around. Mm-hmm. Best time. Yeah, and of Me. course you're not scared enough. I'd be an Englishman <laughs> and Irishman in Scot- Scotland, and then there's that that happens. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, we, we we didn't get accosted by drunk people, but uh, uh, some fella called our group Gaydars. Yeah, as we walked up. Gaydars. Like, like, get out of the way, fella. Look, there's, there's a couple of gaydars. Boys, a couple of gaydars. A couple of gaydars. <laughs> we were kind of like, well, that makes no sense. So what? We, 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 <laughs> yes, it's like we can detect gay people. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> well, then you can get I wasn't too sure whether we ha- were radars for gay people or we were actually gay radars. <laughs> it's, it's tricky, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> uh, carry on. Camp, camp is a row of tents we all were that night. <laughs> like, like that question on the, the bits we keep asking about space harrier. <laughs> Is it a, a, a flying man with a gun? Did you realize Space Harrier has been released on 3DS? I know. In 3D. I saw that. The Sega Ages 3D stuff. Yeah. They look awesome. Badass. Was Enduro Racer on there? Yeah, Outrun, I think, is there too. Is I it? want Enduro Racer. Remember the bike? Good stuff, man. Some good stuff. The bike in the arcade was awesome for Enduro Racer. That was a good bike. Oh, now I'm sad about arcades again. Thanks, Jared. Well, Phil. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and uh, gonna go and put these pens away. Put the pens away. Well, Phil and Martin, I shall speak to you soon. Yes, it's been a pleasure, boys. Yeah, get that shit edited, Phil. Get it edited. edited. I will. Is that your new sign-off now, Jared, for the show? We're gonna go away and get that shit edited. Get that edited. Edited. Bye. Peace out, dudes. Bye. Bye. Good night, Noah. No, he's, he's long gone. Aww. Lethal Watching was brought to you by Phil Doyle and Gerard Boyle. I'm Martin Gobian. In association with abadeducation.com. <gasps>